0: Good morning, friends. You've been prayed for. We're going to jump on into the message. I'd like to start out many times with a question. I'm going to give this to you right there. If you can figure out how to turn that on, that'd be great because I forgot. (laughs) So what I want to talk about today is a little question to get us thinking. And this is what we got. Have you ever thought about this? It seems like to me since I'm 53 now over the last years that people seem to be a little bit more sensitive to things, a little hypersensitive, you know? Is it just me? Is it just me? No. (laughs) But isn't that crazy how that works like that? I mean, sometimes I look around. I don't remember when I was growing up, if if somebody had a, a conversation, that they immediately just start... Going to the negative and what do you mean by that? I mean, there, there was a patches of that. I'm, I'm, I'm not blind to those things, but it just seems like we, we get take it so personal that we really don't see past ourselves. Could we happen to think that maybe that person's having a rough day? Maybe, maybe that, uh, you know, I'm not hearing them clearly. Maybe I'm not responding, you know, like that. And ultimately today I want to hit three things. Is that as we, we develop the heart of Christ and the eyes of Christ, it's going to produce the action of Christ in us and through us. And that's our goal today. Everybody doing good with that? So I had a few things in thinking about uh, just, just sharing this topic. It seemed like all week. This was just coming alive in my life. And I talked to other folks, and I would ask them that, that question. And, and they go, you know, it just seems like everybody is just eep, 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 nipping, dip, 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 dip. you know. And I thought, well, could it be because all the information and, and all the social media, everything's so fast. I mean, we're, we're coming, you know, especially the younger generation, but but any of us living nowadays, is there is information overload all the time, all the time, all the time. And how do we deal with that, you know? Look, we want to know what's going on in the world. We need to know what's happening in the world. But we don't want to be overwhelmed by the things of the world because we are not of the world anymore. We've been renewed by a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Somebody say amen if you'd like to hear that. And so I pray as we walk through this today that that we try to look past ourselves. I want to give you a couple examples. You remember going to the store when you were a kid, maybe holding on to your mom and dad's arm, and they said no? Guess what that meant? No. Now, now do you see that a lot of times now? You see, the the parent is over the edge. They've probably been overworked, overdone, whatever the case. The kids just keep working on them and everything else. You know, the the, the lady that's that's at the counter or the guy that's at the, uh, the produce thing, he's probably working double hours. It just seems like we cram every minute of life with something else do you seem like that how many people got a busy schedule it's busy it's busy i remember you know when my when i was growing up my dad would go to work mom was able to stay home and that was a great thing and my dad would come home and he took a little break took a little break you know and then, you know, you might cut the grass or you might do things like that. But now it's all the time. The phone's going off. This is going on. And, and the deadlines and the this going on and all these things. And guess what? We, a lot of times our very loved ones and our family, and I have to be careful of this in my life as well, is they get what's left over. Now let's rinse it up a little bit higher. What do we give God? Do we give him our best? Do we give them our first fruits? Do we start our day with God, spend our day with God, and end our day with God? Or does God just get what's left over? I want you to think about it. I want it just to hang there a little bit. I'll be honest. Sometimes God gets what's left over in my life. Not proud of that. Don't set out for that. But if I don't set a priority, amen? If I don't set a priority to to start my day with God and spend time with him, guess what? Life kicks in. I hear people all the time say, man, I'm going to get back into church. Man, I'm going to get back into church. I'm going to get back into church. And, and I always think that's kind of interesting because there's always one more project. There's always one more bush garden trip. There's all, and I'm not jumping on anybody. Things come up and all that stuff. But, but I see this. I was talking to a friend of mine. Great guy. I think he could have built 17 houses and 14 skys- skyscrapers since the last time he'd been to church. Right? I've got to get this home project done. See, what happens is the enemy will just edge you out a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. Little bit more. Next thing you know, he says, yeah, one of those. It, it would be a nice thing to do. It's not just a nice thing to do. It should be a priority in our life. And that's what I want us to see today. Now, I'm just not talking about coming to church. I'm talking about walking with the Lord and building in that relationship. I always think about this, you know, when folks are married or, or dating or anything. Let's talk about that. When you first start dating, y'all remember those days? Oh, my goodness, everything's lovey-dovey, phone call, moochie-moochie, everything else. Then life kicks in. Am I telling the truth? Well, that's how it was with us. Right, honey? Yeah. She's smiling. Yeah. It's still that way, right? Most days. But but I'm saying, you have to work at that. You have to work at that. And you know what? I say this all the time in relationships. A lot of times we say, well, it's 50-50. I don't believe it's 50-50. I believe sometimes it's 99 and then 1. You know, pulling the other one along, encouraging them. But, man, we don't want to get stuck in that mode for too long. And we don't want to hold up scorecards all the time. But you know what? It's nice when we can communicate and, and and look and just say, look, how would God respond to these situations? And the only way you're going to know how God responds to, to these situations is to spend time with God. Amen? To spend time in his word. And so I pray through the message that we build a little bit more Patience this week, okay? I'm gonna hit our scripture and, and I'm gonna see if we can't get this in our heart. Y'all ready? Ephesians four thirty two. Look at this. It says, "Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God and Christ forgave you." Man, if we could just take that and run with that, let me tell you, wouldn't that be something? Let's let's look at that. Not just us, our spouses, our our teachers, our our workmates, and everything else. But what are we bringing to the table? You ever notice that? A lot of times I say this to you guys and say, how many people prayed for the service today? You know, and I know a lot of us do, but a lot of times we're just, meant. it just takes everything to get here. You know, and what about those things? So I want us to to, to really be a a body of, of prayer, but also look at this. We, we can take God's word on this. I said, just take a breath and think about, are we willing to slow down a little bit? And let me tell you, this message is for me. I try to cram every single minute full of life, And sometimes it just gets too much. It really does. But I enjoy doing and I enjoy going. And sometimes if I'm just sitting around, I feel like, man, I'm wasting my day. I'm wasting my day. That's kind of the way I'm wired. And then next thing you know, I fall asleep and I'm out because my body says, you got to sit down. You got to sit down. But I'm talking about how do we respond to one another. In the last week, let's insert ourselves in the story. Be kind to one another. How kind have we been to those in the grocery line? How about this? Those in our home front. You know, think about that. Because that, friendly fire is, is rough. You know, I, I, I tell you, that I, I shared this sometime with my sister-in-law. She'd if she was here. And uh, she does real estate and she stays busy and stuff like that. And she used to tease all the time. And, and one of the things we used to do when we get the family together, we would call it props. And we would grab little props and then we would act like somebody else and all that. And they loved to do Uncle Bud. I'll tell you mine. Since I'm going to share this with on Aunt say, So Aunt Angie would be like this. The kids are playing and everything else. And, 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 a, and a real estate call is coming in. She goes, no, stop it. Don't do that. You'll be quiet. you get over here. Okay. Hello, it's Angie. <laughs> when my niece did that, she said, I'm going to be mom. And she goes, I'm sorry. Stop it. Get over here. Mitchell, stop it. Uh, Hello, it's Angie. Can I help you? So my nephew did Uncle Bud, right? Little Wade comes through there. Pulls up to Uh, drive through Y'all take a Big Mac, fries. Y'all know Jesus up in there? (laughs) Because that's what he saw all the time. I was like, hey man, let me tell you about Jesus. And then then he goes, goes, "Mm -hmm. yeah, I'd like to get a Chick-fil-A sandwich, a milkshake, yeah, extra cherries. Yeah, praise the Lord. Yeah. How can I pray for you today? You know? But see, they pick up on that. They were very kind to me. Let me tell you, they were very kind to me. But you know, it's funny. So, what are are others seeing in our life? Are 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 they seeing us, or are we seeing past ourselves? Because sometimes we get very me, me, me focused. Anybody get like that? Good. I'm gonna pray for each and every one of (laughs) y'all, because we do. We go. Well, you just don't understand. Have you ever had somebody have a problem, and and they're telling you a problem, and before you're really listening to their problem. You're thinking of how your problem's worse than their problem? Come on now. They talk about, you know what? I had to go here and I had to go to three different grocery stores. And you know you gotta fight it down because you go, That ain't nothing I had to go to four. And I had to go to four, and I had to stay in that line. And then I didn't have the right credit card thing and this and that or whatever like that. And no car didn't want. Oh, what do you see? And the person's just kind of just talking, you know. And so we have to be careful of that. we got to see past ourselves. Now, I don't think we need to be a dumping ground. I don't think we need to just be a floor mat. But you know what? How much compassion, how, how kind are we being? How kind are we being? Are we willing to listen? Think about your best friend for a minute. Close your eyes. Can you think about one of your best friends that you have? What made them one of the best friends in your life? Was it that they took time with you? Was it because they were always Right? That's probably not a good feature if they think that because the truth is we're not always right. Is it because they, they, they listen That they were willing to take time with you? Were they willing to, to give you the straight story and love? You know, think about it. Were they kind to you? Were they tenderhearted? Think about those things. And, as, and what I want to say today is when we think about tenderhearted, it really means to be compassionate, to be gentle, to have a willingness. We need to look at that part. Look at the news. How many good stories do you see? There's not the fireman getting the the, the cat out of the tree no more. It's the woulda, shoulda, coulda, this party did that, that party did this, this person did that, everything. You know, getting ready to graduate. A lot of of kids are graduating from high school and, and folks graduating from college and stuff. They're stepping out into something totally new. What do you tell them? You say, you know what, you can do it. Or do you say, well, boy, I tell you, you, ain't seen nothing yet. I hear folks this all the time. Thomas and Alexa getting ready to have their baby and stuff. How many people tell you, oh, it's going to be wonderful this? Or do they say, you're not going to sleep. It's going to be rough. It's... <laughs> I'm thinking, why do you want to tell them that? They're going to find that out. <laughs> They're going to find that out. Yeah, I hope you all are happy now. It's like, why can't you just rejoice, man? <laughs> you know, it's so true. Oh, I tell you what, you think it's funny now. You wait till you're up for three days and all that stuff. You're just like, oh, my gosh, I just, I just want to have a baby. You know what I mean? So I try to be very careful with that. I said, man, it's going to be good. Things are going to change, but you know what? You guys are going to grow together. It's going to be awesome. And y'all live close, so I'm really going to like that. That's going to be cool. So let's pick the positive in these things. Let's be kind to one another. Why do we have to rain on everybody's parade? You ever see that? Oh, my goodness. I'm going off a little bit on the side note because you know it's true. I want to capture your heart in this to see just how far we don't see past ourselves. Anybody got a, a, a newer vehicle to them or anything, a car or something like that? I'm just saying for example. How many people rushed over and said, "I'm really glad for you. That is wonderful." You know what they do? I wonder how they can afford that. I wonder what they're doing. Am I telling you? I'm just being real today. It's crazy. I got my car painted one time. They had my car for like three weeks. They painted the car and everything else. And I was like, man, that's not. Nice. Take it to work. I'm thinking, I don't even want to take it to work. Take it to work. <laughs> looks like they got a bubble there. It's underneath the frame, dude. What are you doing? Why can't you just say, you know, that looks good, man. Why can't we just be kind? We got to find something wrong. Does it make us feel better? I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. And then, here's the other thing. Here's the, everybody's saying, they go, yeah. Do we work at the same place? I'm just saying, you know, why can't you just be excited for somebody? You know, we always run that through there. Well, I don't understand that. Get that face like that. So I want us to look at this because when we look at what God tells us to do and we look at what comes back from the world, it's, it's the bookends, baby. It's a long way away. What way are we going to lean into? Are you happy for people? That's good. I, I, I think it's great. I think it's great when somebody can retire early. I don't get mad at them. I don't go, my gosh. I can't you get to retire. <laughs> well, good. Whatever. Because guess what? When I got too much to do, I say, hey, man, you're retired. Can you help me out? <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm thinking ahead, man. That happened. This happened this week. This happened this week. I had to get my motorcycle. And I was like, oh, man, Jesse's got this and everything. I'm not going to be able to do this. We're going to work overtime. I'll call my buddy. He's retired. Hey, man, what's up? Not a thing. I'm glad to hear that. Can you come get me? <laughs> and he did. He said, dude, I'm retired. I can come get you anytime. I said, I appreciate it. See, there's a blessing in there, man. You know, so don't get all upset. Enjoy. Rejoice with them. Look, and let's get to the forgiving one another. Oh, gets quiet then. Get all the, the, all the air sucked of it. You know what usually happens? Forgive one another. And our mind goes, but you don't know what they did to me. I'm going to be real serious for a minute. I don't. But I know what God says. And that does not mean that we agree with the offense when we forgive somebody. But it means we agree that we will not be shackled to that any longer. And I pray that we, we walk in that today. So with that, just un- unpacking a little bit, I-, I want us to seek the heart of Christ, right? So that we receive the eyes of Christ so that we can produce the actions of Christ. Everybody doing good? We're going to move on. Somebody say amen if you're ready. All right. Well, let's talk about the heart of Christ. Got you a good scripture here. First Chronicles 16, 11 says, Look to the Lord in his strength. Seek his face always. Mm. If we really want to know the heart of Christ we got to look in his word. We want to see what's going on. If we can't see past ourselves, we don't get a clear picture of the heart of God. Jesus didn't go, man, oh man, i got to go to that cross. Yeah, it was tough. He said, if there's any other way, let's do it. But if not, not my will, but your will. What he said when he's coming into town on the donkey, everything else, they're looking for a, what I want to say, a king, a military type king, but he was so much more. And he looked back and it says, you know, Jesus had compassion on them. See, they couldn't see past themselves. They couldn't see what was going on. But we have the privilege through the power of the Holy Spirit and the written word of God. to look back and go, wow, that's what God was doing. And you know, when we do these things on Tuesday night and we work through the, the word of God, it starts enlightening us and going, wow. You know what I say a lot of times? I, 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 I tell the Lord this all the time. I'm going down the road. I go, God, you're just so much God. That's the best words I could say. I said, you're just so much God. You know, every time we think it's like, man, okay, this is cool. And we find out more and go, wow, well, this is cool. And, and this is cool. And so when I'm looking and praising the Lord and speaking over my life, what God says about my life and your life through being a child of God through his word, guess what? It starts changing my heart. It starts changing my perspective. You, how many people know sometimes people get in a relationship and they try to change people? How's that working for you? It don't usually work. You know what? You want to do something for them? Pray for them that God will work in their life. And you know what happens most of the time? As we're praying for that other person, for God to work in their life, God's actually working in our life too. That's what I see over and over and over. And that is just how good God is. He said, look to the Lord in his strength. We try to do it in our strength. That's why we're exhausted all the time. I got to do this. I got to do this. I, you see what happened? I, 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 instead of saying, you know what? I don't know how it's going to work out here, but I'm going to trust God with that. I'm going to trust God with that. You know, I've seen opportunities come up that, that I, couldn't have, uh, I couldn't have dreamed up in my life. How about you? How about job opportunities or a door that closed and something else opened later? Me and Denise had this really cool conversation last night. We were going down memory lane. We had a big date night. We went and got gas and an ice cream. That was cool. That's uh, Hey, I'm with the one I love. I don't care. That's good. And then we came home, and it was storming. Y'all know what happened, don't you? My dog stayed up all night, but that's all right. Love that little dog. She's just panicking. So we're going down the road, and we're thinking about when we were dating. That's a long time ago. And, and we thought about, well, I wonder if you would have married such and such, and I would have married such and such, and all this stuff. I said, uh, I'm going to stick with playing A. I like that. I think that's just good. God was working the whole time, you know. But just think how maybe one choice could have changed a different in your life, your your life. It's not that God can't fix it. It's not that God can't bring it back around, work all things together to the good. But when you look back over your life, would you say, Man, you know what? I'm glad that I followed close to the Lord. I was walking in his strength, and I was always seeking his face. Guess what? I don't know anybody that I run into. I'm talking to me for that always seeks his face. I'd like to say that, but many times I seek my face. I want it my way. How about you guys? Boy, it's quiet in here today. How about any of you guys? You ever feel like that? Yes, yes, yes. We do sometimes. That doesn't make us bad. It means that we're still dealing with this flesh. But you know what? How much more do we need to spend time with God and walk in his strength? So let's look at this. Something else I had here. A lot of times, like it says here, look to the Lord. Not Oprah. Not Dr. Phil. Not the horrible scopes, is what I say. To the Lord. Now, that doesn't mean God can't use your grandmother, or your friend, or somebody else, but I just want to tell you this, make sure that they're giving you information based on God's Word, based on God's Word, you know, I always tell people, I said, I don't want to give you this the best I can, I want to give you the best that God has. Let's go to His Word. Let's see what's going on. So we need to be in His Word. And I'm just going to go through a few things and, and, and share like that. Let's take a look at this. So something that we can do, make some course corrections in our life, to know the heart of God, is this. Admit you can't do everything on your own. Woo! Quiet today. Everybody's toes rolling up under here and stuff, right? I mean, it's just the truth. But we don't do that till our tongue's hanging out. How many people hate to ask for help? Yeah. It's not an attractive feature sometimes, right? And then I'm going to give you a story about asking for help. Years ago, in my old house in Fox Hill, my window unit died. I live in large with my window unit. I was bulking up from a, a, from, from a 10,000 BTU to a 12, going to freeze the whole house. right? Probably would because my house was small. And I called one of my buddies, and he's like, man, I can't do this. And I said, don't worry about it. I got it. So also, I've always had amazing animals in my life that seem to be able to fly, like get over the fence and stuff like that. So I had electric fence. I didn't really like it, but I just thought if my dog got close up there, it was scared to go back, right? So anyway, I'm sweating, got my shirt off, everything else. I'll do it myself. I'll do it myself. So I did it myself. I went out there and I got it and I said, what I'll do, I'll take all the box loose and everything else. It's I'll just take it in there, set it right in the window, pull the other one out. I'm looking good. Everything's good. Sweating, man. Hot day. Ready to roll. Making sure the dog don't get out. All those good things. So I get around and I'm going like this. I've got it. Sweating, man. I'm sweating. I'm going to come around here. And i got to get the gate open. Got to hit the gate open. Got the gate open. The dog's trying to get out. Get back, get back, get back. back. And so I decide to rest that metal chassis down on the fence with the electronic fence. Woo, 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 man. I mean, and the dog's going, woo. I know she's thinking, how do you think I like it? We took the fence down. That's out after. That. I'm tell, I laid that bad boy down, and I was getting And, and it's, I guess it has to pulse so it doesn't kill you. So it's pulsing. I'm going. Oh, 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 oh. And man, I'm telling you what. I was right under here. <laughs> I looked like I had a halter top on when I was done. It burnt the three hairs that I had on my chest. Then baby just. I was like, oh my goodness, man. Man, I'm just like going oh, no. on. So I get in there. It's like, and, and let me tell you what happened. My friend pulls up right there, (laughs) hey man, I finished everything, I knew you needed some help, I'm like, just get me off the fence, you know, oh my gosh, and let me tell you man, when you got teeth like this, I got a lot of feelings, and every one of those bad boys was just going, woo, 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 my eyes are going like this, it's fun being my neighbor, it's fun being my neighbor, now we live on a circle. (laughs) <laughs> I don't go inside. Now, y'all remember when rollerblades were, were, were popular? That is dangerous, right? You get out there, I think it was Thomas, he got some of those. I said, son, this is what you got to do. You just need to get out here like this. And I could see the neighbors going, Psst, come on. It's getting ready to happen. It's getting ready to go down. I'm out there and I'm doing all this. Somebody, had blew all their little leaf. What are those little things in your garden, Grandma? The little the wood chips out there in the circle, mulch. 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 I'm coming around here looking at. Look at him. Look at me, son. Look at that. Ooh, look at that. Shoot the duck. Where everything? Oh! And it seemed like it took five seconds, but actually I just went boom like that. And when my neighbors stopped laughing, they go, "Are you okay? Are you okay?" And I go. And Thomas is like, do it again, Dad, do it again. (laughs) Oh, my goodness, man. Them babies, they went to eBay. We're done with those. Let's try something different. We had some fun. But admit you can't do everything. I cannot rollerblade. I can't fix everything. Sometimes I need to wait. Sometimes I need to rely on other people, man. And you know what? Ultimately, I need to rely on God in my relationship with him. That is the greatest relationship that we'll ever have. Because when we had a a vibrant relationship with the Lord, he's going to bring people in our life. To tell us, look out for that thing, this thing, that thing, or whatever the case here. Wait a minute, breathe. And most of the stuff that I pushed on doing like that, it really didn't matter. I wanted to do it because I was ready. How about that? I know the Lord said, well, I'm sending help, sending help. I was just thankful when my buddy pulled up. He didn't see me seizing on that thing, you know. But, man, that's some crazy stuff. Y'all will never forget this sermon, will you? Next, (laughs) submit to God. Submit your life to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you, James 4, 7. I think we think it says assist the devil. Some of the choices in my life look like I was assisting the devil. How about you guys? You know, I, I think about this all the time. You say it as a dad. You say it to yourself sometimes. But I remember, my, I can hear my dad say this. With the two in the back and coming down the side of his face. What were you thinking? And my only response was, I wasn't. Just telling the truth, I was like, yeah, that doesn't look like a good plan at this point. And, and But you know the thing I love about God? As we turn back to him, he said, come on. I'll dust you up. I'll pick the rocks out your hand. One of these days, I'll give you another three hairs on your chest. You'll be all right. Keep on rolling. You know what I mean? Submit our ways to God. Let's look at this. I said, man, there's a time that that we pray. Do you ever feel like this, that you're praying and your prayers are just bouncing off the ceiling? Look at this. A lot of times, God doesn't answer our prayers in the time or the way that we want to because he is preparing us for the gift that he's getting ready to bless us with. Amen? Amen. A lot of people, how many people have to train people at their work? Something like that sometimes, got to train people. Everybody learns different. Sometimes we can get frustrated, stuff like that. Let's go back here. Admit that you can't do everything. You ever try to teach somebody that they know everything? You lose out on so much when you get like that. You lose up on on that. This is what I do when I talk to you. I kind of got an overall understanding, but talk to me like I've never seen this happen before. I'll humble myself so I can learn and say, you know what, teach me something, man. You know, that's good. We need to be teachable. And sometimes I can let buddy get in the way. But as we grow and and submit our ways to God, it works in everything that we do. Think about this. The the job of God I've been there for a long time. And I've got some amazing guys work there. And I don't know it all there by a long shot. But I do kind of know my job. It's pretty decent overall. And there's sometimes I'm still learning stuff. And recently, I got a good friend of mine that grew up in a neighborhood, actually got hired. they great guy to work with. love working with them. Good friend of mine, Scott. And, and he's got a great background. And so I said, man, I, I'm, I'm not talking down to you, but this is how I learned. Would this be okay if I, we went this way? I'm just going to act like you've never seen this before. And we're going to take baby steps. He said, that's fine, man. That's fine. So we said, oh, we open this, close this, 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 this. So he's been with me probably close to a year, man. And he does amazing. He does good. He's got some great ideas and stuff like that. But you know what I still do? Like last week, I said, we're walking along, I said, test question, test question, how many feet do we put in the, in the Locks tank? What's the temperature of that? The, you know, different things like that. And I always try to, to, to do that because I want to continue him learning and, and doing stuff like that. But at the same time, I'm learning because have you ever noticed you think you know something, you go back to show somebody and you go, maybe, maybe that's a little fuzzy. That's why it's good to reread the word of God, right? I think about Angela's story. The guy had the Bible and he was selling it. Yeah, I read it. Man, I don't think we can ever, not with this, this mind, glean everything out of there in a lifetime. But it's available. I like going back through it and seeing what's going on. Submit our lives to, to the Lord and see what's going on. But God is preparing us for the next opportunity. How many are glad that you didn't get everything right then looking back? You know, maybe it was a new car. You learn how to drive and you say, man, I sure would like this super-duper-fast Corvette. Probably not a good plan, right? Whatever the case is, it takes time to develop us in, in, in the things just with our work and our relationships. But it takes time for us to get developed in the Lord. You're saved and you're secure when you call on the name of Jesus. And now we're walking and growing in that relationship. Just like in our marriages and our friendship and stuff, you're going to have some ups you're going to have some downs. But the bottom line is, are you willing to... Forgive like Christ forgave you. Are you willing to, to treat them great? How about this? How do you treat people to treat you bad? Sometimes eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth, and you got a bunch of blind, toothless people, right? It's not, a good, it's not a good feature, right? Yeah, yeah, I like grace. How about you guys? Let's keep on going. How about this? Live in the reality of God's love, John four 16. I'll read some of that here in a minute. It says, God is love, and all who live in love live in God, and God lives in them, John four sixteen. God is not surprised or taken off guard by your situation. I'm going to read that again. The problem that you're dealing with today does not scare God. The problem that we're, the mountain that we're climbing up today is not too big for God. Not minimizing your deal. Everybody's got some stuff. And it's painful. It's not comfortable. But I want to tell you this, that we serve a God that knows us, that loves us, and sees the best we can be even on our worst day. And not only that, God wants to take us through those valleys, up the the, the mountain, and and allow us to see where he's brought us from. You ever been on the other side of it, and when you come out of some just major, uh, just tough times, and you go, wow. We might not have saw God in the midst of the storm, but he was still there. And then we come out on the other side, and we look back and go, there he was. There he was. The whole time man let us be that friend but there's only one friend that's that close and his name is Jesus amen look at this God wants to transform us from the inside out so that we can come boldly into God's grace and his presence, and ask him for the impossible when's the last time you just w- were seeking the Lord and said Lord this is, is this is my heart this is the this is my heart Lord I, I believe this is where you're showing me this is where you're growing me I go back to these folks right now, getting ready to graduate. They're getting ready to go into the, to the, the real world, so to speak, you know? I know people all the time, they go to, to college and everything else, and they get out and they find out, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. What happens if we were seeking the Lord along the way and we have to make some course corrections? Ultimately, that's between you and God, you know? That's between you and God. There was a guy that took care of my mom in a hospital several years ago. And uh, I'm trying to think where he was from. He's from another part of the country. And I was tending to my mom and everything else. And a lot of times people just go in and they go out and go in and go out. And he said, look, you're going to have to rest, man. I said, yeah, we're good, we're good, we're good. He said, no, you're going to have to rest. He said, why don't you go down and get something to eat and I'll take care of your mom. I said, she's going to try to get out of that bed, man. I don't care all the little blinky, blinky things you got on everything else. Basically, that happens. They get out of bed so they can say, they fell out of bed. It's not to keep them out of bed because she's confused. She's, she's mixed up. She's not, she's not in her right mind because she's under the weather and everything else. Do you know that guy said, look, you go down and get something to eat. I'll stay here. I came back. That man was feeding my mom, spoon feeding my mom. You don't see that every day. I said, man, I appreciate that. And he would come back, and he would come back, and, and we would talk some more, talk some more. One night, he came back on a shift, and I said, what's your story? I said, did you always want to be a doctor? He said, no, I wanted to be a pilot. He said, but in my country and, and in my family, when your mom says this is what you're going to be, this is what you're going to be. He said, my brother's a vet. My other brother's an engineer. And my mom came and grabbed my leg on, the, on my bed and looked at me. And she said, you will be my doctor. So he went for that with everything that he could. And not only is he just a doctor, he's a really good doctor because he's a people person. But you know what? He never let go of his dream of flying. He has a pilot's license. So he honored his mom, but he also honored his dream. And I thought that was really amazing because nowadays, what do we usually tell our kids? Be whatever you want to be, babe. You can do whatever you want to do. I'm gonna come along and support that. That's not what he had. You will do this, and that's what's gonna do. And if you don't do that in that culture, you disrespect your parents. But we have such an advantage because God loves us and he has planted these dreams in us, and he will allow us to to experiment and walk in those things as we seek him and as we seek his heart, so that God will come along and start showing us how to get that dream to reality. Isn't that amazing? What is it that God's purposed in your heart? Never forget about that. Let's take a look at this. Something else we want to know the heart of Christ is this. Make the Bible the center of your prayer life. It's real easy to say, but we have to make a choice. Just like what you're going to pick on the menu, what you're going to watch on TV, what time you're going to go to sleep, what time you're going to get up. We need to make a choice that I'm going to do the Bible study, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do, and I'm going to spend some time with the Lord, and I'm going to spend an amount of time, whatever God shows me, to to seek Him in that. And think about this, man. Look at the impact that can happen from that. He wants to transform us. I, I wrote this. I said, Do you see the impact, life transformation, and the blessing that you never thought possible when you seek after the Lord? Do you want to receive God-sized, kingdom-level answers to your prayer? Then there's no better place than to turn to the Bible for. Answers and building that relationship. Think about that. But so often we continue to listen to the world. Look at this Proverbs 35 it says, 30 verse 5. It says, Every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in him. Have you put your trust in him? See, we try to take all the, the shield, bring it all. I'm going into the storm. I'll go on like this. But you know what? When we put our faith and trust in him, he's going before us. Get a chance read Ephesians chapter 6. talks about putting on the full armor of God. About using the sword, the word of God. Amen. I want us to to, to dig in that. But as we go through those things, this is the heart of God. This will help us draw near to the heart of God. Let's run through it again. Hey, look to the Lord in his strength. Seek his face always. Admit that we can't do everything ourselves. Submit to the Lord. Live in the reality of God's love. I'm going to say that again. Live in the reality of God's love. Sometimes I talk to folks over and over and over. And and, and early on my walk, and even now, things can can come alongside. Does God really love me? Does God really love me? If God loved me, why did this happen? If God loved me, why did this happen? And you know what? This side of heaven, I might not know those answers. We might not get those answers. But I'm going to tell you what I do know the answer is. That even in the midst of these terrible things that happen, God is still love and always connect the dots on that. But I'm going to tell you what, we're going to go with his word. And if you ever doubt how much God loves you, look to the finished work of the cross. Look to that. That's what we're going to look at. So how do we get the eyes of Christ? Everybody doing good? Let me hear you say amen. amen. Let's roll. The eyes of Christ. I want to share a few things here. I said, you know, if we look at this, I'm going to read the scripture again. Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as Christ, as God in Christ forgave you. And I pray that the eyes of your heart, uh, look, look at this scripture here, Ephesians 1.18. It says, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which God has called you. The riches of his glories, glorious inheritance in his holy people. I don't think, I think we live down here. I'm not talking about stuff, okay? I think we live down here as far as the riches that we have in Christ. Let me talk about a few riches that I think is amazing. I think it's rich that we can be forgiven. I think it's rich that we get grace and mercy every day. I think it's rich that God allows us to be a part of the master plan to share his word. I think it's amazing that we're rich in in our inheritance to know that we are sealed once we give our life to the Lord, put our faith and trust in the finished work of the cross, ask the Lord to come into our life, turn from our sin, turn to Christ, that we have an inheritance. And guess what? God's unpacking that right now. You say, well, what do you mean? Peace. Peace, understanding, wisdom. He said, we can have the mind of Christ. We just need to spend time with Christ so that we can have the eyes of Christ. I I, I just love that. You know, I said, the Lord wants us to open our understanding to what we have in him, the value that he puts on his children. I said, you're his masterpiece, even though we don't even feel like it. But a lot of times we, we, we just come up Shortchanging ourselves, shortchanging ourselves. Have you ever had a conversation with a parent like this? Little Johnny's brilliant. He's done this, 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 this but but he, he's never walked in his full potential. You know, for whatever reason, maybe it's with the bad crowd, or maybe that parent's thinking, well, you know, um, he's not doing it like I wanted to do it. I want my kids to be who God called them to be. Because that's going to be the greatest impact for the kingdom of God. And it's going to bring the most joy in their life. Okay? So I might not understand that, you know, all the time. But, but that's what I desire. That's my prayer. I desire this. How about this? The, the men and women that, that, that my family, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, things like that as time goes on. My prayer is this. That God, you bring into my children's life the man... Or the woman, as my granddaughter's coming here. That will bring the best out of them for you. That will, will, will compliment them. Not bring them down, bring them up. Everybody needs a cheerleader, man. Everybody needs a cheerleader. I don't need, when I'm down, somebody said, well, I, you should have done that. I told you. How about this? Hey, baby, you know what? It's going to be okay. I heard a guy talking the other day. He said, whoa. He said... In life, you're very fortunate if you have a few friends, a few good friends. And he said, in his life this is a guy talking, preaching, I was listening to a couple of sermons. I thought it's good He said, "If you really, really, really want to know, find out who your real friends are, when you blow it big, they're the ones that walk in instead of the ones that walk out." And I thought to myself, would I be that friend?" I didn't just say, did I have that friend? I, I took it one step forward. Would I be that friend? Would I be that, would I be that friend to, to my, my friends when they go, man, I really blew this. This is not good. Or I go, no, man, I don't, I don't, you're on your own. I pray that I would be that friend to have the eyes of Christ and see them coming out the other side. You know what's happening? I don't know about you guys. I've made some pretty bad mistakes in my life. How about you guys? And you know what was funny? Some of the folks that I thought would have run from me, they ran to me. It's okay, man. It's all right. You ever been in a situation that you think they're just waiting for you to fall? Why is that? We talked about that earlier with the cars and, and the gifts and the things like that. You know? I remember when I first started doing Christian music. Everybody says, oh, he's going through a stage, he's going through this, oh, he'll get out of it, he'll do this, everything. I don't want to get out of it. I want to go deeper in that relationship. But again, we got the naysayers and everything else. And then you just keep pushing in to what God's got. Let's keep on rolling. How about this? Do you think you have the eyes of Christ towards others? And that's something only you can answer. I hope you guys can see that up there. Do you have the eyes of Christ towards others? It's, 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 we need to check our view. Do we see others like Christ sees them of value? Think about that. I I know I go back to this and I'll just hit it there again. A lot of times we see folks that are not like us or not as fortunate as us or whatever the case is. Don't talk like us. Don't live where we do whatever. And we go through life and we see them as a distraction. That's really sad. But do we see them as an opportunity? Do we see them as an opportunity to help? Do we see them as an opportunity to encourage them? You never know what somebody's been through, man. You never know what somebody has, to, has, has dealt with. You never know their childhood. You never know what, what they're going through right now. You never know their doctor report, you know. So one thing I found out real early in ministry is I don't know if actually understand everything uh, because it's not on my doorstep. How many people think they will respond to somebody else's problem totally different than they do? And then when that same thing happens to you, you go ooh. Now that's a teachable moment. That's a, well, all you got to do is this, and you shouldn't do that, and you shouldn't worry about. It. All you got to do is this, and guess what? Boom! It happens to you, and you're paralyzed with fear. You're paralyzed with this, and all you can do is hear the words that you said to your friend when they went through that. Now you know what the real blessing is? Is when your friend loves you, despite of that, and comes to your aid and rescues them. Now, wow. That's seeing things through the eyes of Christ. Lord, help us to be that friend. Amen? Look at that. So do you treat others like you'd like to be treated? Now, I think a lot of times we'll we'll answer that. Oh, yeah. Really? Are you patient with them? I I, I say this all the time. I'm going to read it. Somebody's going to take this and make a million dollars. Just just cut us in on it. If you made this T-shirt, I think it'd sell like hotcakes. All right, y'all ready? The very thing you do to others is the very thing you hate to be done to the very thing that you do to others is the very thing you hate done to you. Really, you ever notice that? You don't see it when it's yourself. You don't see it with somebody else when you talk to somebody. But you ever been in a group and somebody goes, "I can't believe they did that," and they did oh, "I can't believe it. I don't." And you're thinking, "But you just did them that way." <laughs> but that's exactly how you treated that person. And then we wonder why that is. Lord, give us the eyes of Christ. Give us the eyes of Christ and say, Lord, you know what? I really need you to help me respond in this situation. I really need you to help me in this friendship here. I'm really struggling with this stuff here. But you know what? If we want the eyes of Christ, we need to look to the Lord. So in order to do that, we want to have the heart of Christ so we can open the eyes of Christ in order for us to have the actions of Christ. Coming on the home front, everybody good? Let's talk about the actions. Oh, I have one more. Do you treat them well even... Oh, my goodness, I added that last night. I must have needed to hit it. So I didn't have it in my notes. Do you treat them well even when they don't treat you well? And now now we're really getting close now. It's easy to treat somebody well when they treat you well. It's tough to treat somebody, you know, well when they don't treat you well. I'm not saying let people disrespect you. I'm not saying to be a floor mat. But are you willing to take the high road sometime? <clears throat> Do you have to take them to the mat every time? Do you have to be right every single time? Is, is, is it that important? Are you, let's, let's be serious. Are you that insecure that you think you got to be right all the time? To know everything all the time? Because you don't. That's just the truth. I'm telling you in love because I, I, I'm telling you. I see it and I've done it and everything else. But it's time goes by and go, man. Have you ever dealt with somebody and asked yourself this question? Would, would the Lord be pleased the way I just treated that person? would the Lord be pleased the way I responded you know what that's why we stay so close to the Lord we need to stay close to him and by doing that we're going to abide in him John 15 5 I love this verse I am the vine you are the branches if you remain in me and I in you you will bear much fruit apart from me you can do nothing if our actions are to be like Christ we need to abide in Christ because the word says apart from that we can do nothing we can do nothing we need to Stay close to the Lord. I said, it's pretty straightforward. Apart from him, we can do nothing. Can we see past ourselves? Talk to people, and and you say, how can I I help you in this situation? And they go, well, I'm doing this, and this is this, and this, and this, and this, and this, and this, and this. And And, and you talk a little bit more, and you go, okay, okay. Have you ever considered the other person's perspective? I mean, because that's what God does, Right? He's seeing people with compassion. He's seeing different things. You know, have you ever seen somebody just start, their their attitude and everything start really changing? Maybe there's something going on behind the scenes. Maybe they just need somebody. And you don't have to get into business and all that and just say, hey, look, I don't know what's going on, man, but I just want to let you know I'm, I'm praying for you. Maybe they're just getting attacked by the enemy. Maybe they're getting attacked by friendly fire. Maybe they're just thinking, hey, man, I just need a friend. Maybe they need somebody to sit with the church. Maybe they need somebody to invite them in church, right? All those things. We could be that next piece of the puzzle, but we're going to abide. So abide, look at this. To continue in a particular condition, our attitude or relationship. What is your attitude in pouring in people? I got so much to do. I ain't got time for that. Well, I try to do something from John. He don't listen to me no time. And Sally, she don't listen to me. Are you willing to take some time and pour into people? You'll be surprised. You'll just be surprised. I heard somebody the other day said that, that they had ran into somebody they hadn't seen in years. And the Lord brought it back to remember how this lady had really spoken to their life. They went on down the road. They did this and everything else. And then later on, something triggered that day and said, wow, you remember such and such. Told you about that. Are we going to be the people that that turn around and say, man, thank you for pouring into me as time goes by? It takes time. It's a relationship. It takes time. Sometimes it's inconvenient, right? But think about this. How much time does God pour into you? How much time? He doesn't say, well, it's Sunday. It's my day. I'm out. Yeah. Leave a message. No, man. God is always willing to take you back. God is always willing to love on you. God is always willing to see the best in you. And this is the thing. I want us to see past ourselves so that we can see others, amen? That's gonna produce the action. Look at this. His actions don't look like the world's actions by no means, do they? All the time, man. People don't wanna give nobody a second chance. They wanna beat them down, everything else. They just wanna keep on grinding and grinding and grinding, right? Have you ever been told but you don't qualify? Have you ever been told you didn't get the job? Have you ever been told that you can't do that? You're not smart enough. You're not pretty enough. You're not this. You're not fast enough. You're too heavy. You're too light. You're too this. All, the, all these things that the world says. Do you look at people as time goes by and you see people that, that have, have made major impacts in, 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 in the kingdom of God? They're not always necessarily the person that you and I would, would, would pick, right? You know what I think about that? Yeah! I love it! Because when God starts working in my life, everybody knows one thing. It's God. Hey, buddy. That's what's so cool. It's so cool when you get to share stuff with people. See, sometimes we forget all that God's done. And so yesterday I went for a 30-minute walk that turned into a two-and-a-half-hour walk because I stopped three times talking to people. Denise like, where are you? To be home in a little bit. I'm out cruising, talking, everything else, and people are telling me about what's going on in their kids' life and this and that. And I get to talk about what God's doing. And, and, and I pray that they hope, I, I hope that what I shared, he said, they don't think, because I'm always, I said, This is what God's doing. This is what God's doing. Man, you know, the Lord has allowed us. To, to, to do two churches in the Philippines that's amazing do you know what God gives us a place that we can come every Sunday do you know what do you know what there's like 30 hours a week that people watch the sermons and stuff now that's cool stuff do you know what there's an app on the phone that reaches around the world while we're sleeping people can hear about Jesus do you know what we got four CDs out there and we got enough music for two more we, that, that's God stuff that's God stuff and they're like going but I'm not going to turn the volume down on what God's doing in my life how about you but I want to be quick for people to know that it's God doing it. Amen? That's the disconnect. People like to say, look what I'm doing. And they go, how did that happen? I go, God. You know, well, how did, how did, how did that happen? My job that I got. is crazy. You'd have to be an engineer to have a job. I ain't no engineer. God's good. He just keeps teaching and going and doing and, 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 and doing stuff, you know? Look at those things. God's just are you available? Man, I get excited. I want you guys to hear that today. Wherever you are, listen, man, I'm talking to you guys online. You think that, man, I can't get this done. I can't accomplish just everything else. Man, let me tell you. When God's in it, you will win it. If you continue to pursue him and walk in his righteousness and keep him centered on what you got going on. In other words, you need to abide in him. Amen. Let's keep on rolling. His actions produce unity, peace, and power. How can you tell if you're in the will of God? It's not going to be confusing. I didn't say it's going to be easy. I didn't say it was going to be comfortable. And here's something else. It will always line up with the word of God. God's not buddying up with the devil to get the job done. Okay? God's going to work all things together for the good, but he's going to get the glory. And that's what we need to continue to focus on, that our actions look like God's actions. And how's that going to happen? By spending time with God. That's what is going to happen in our life because we got to see past where we are in life. Amen? So look at this here. I got a few things before I wrap it up here. I said, before leaving this morning, how is your view? How's your view? How's your view of yourself? How's your view of others? How's your view of God? And I said, do you still see a lot of yourself in you? You still see a lot of yourself in you? I'm inching that guy out a little at a time, but sometimes... He just wants to show up again. How about that? But you know what? God is so great in his mercy. Are you willing to be kind to one another? Are you tenderhearted? Are you forgiven as Christ forgave you? I was trying to figure if I was going to share this or not, but I'm going to go ahead and share it anyway and bring it on home. If you are a Christian or you're a pastor or you're, you're, you're living for the Lord, folks in your workplace are not always pleased with that. Amen. How about that? You just try to love more of that. I had a buddy call me. I was going to visit Miss Sandy, the hospital. Been running all day. Stopped by to see Dave, everything else. I'm just trying to do what the Lord has me to do. This ain't a buddy thing. It's a God thing. Please, when I tell you this, please, please, please. No doubt. I'm telling. The only reason I'm telling you this because it's a God thing. And one of my buddies called me. I mean, a God that impacted my life majorly. And I don't talk to him all the time. He calls me and goes, hey, man, what's up? I said, man, getting ready to uh, visit one of my friends from the hospital. He said, man, you know, I was talking to some guys today and stuff, and he said, I thought about something you told me a long time ago. I said, what's that, bud? He said, it's like always living under a microscope, right? I said, it is what it is. You just do your best to keep on going. He said, I need to be praying for you more. I said, what's up? He said, no, man, I just meet people and stuff, and I just happen to know that they're very critical to you sometimes. I said, oh, well, what? The flesh's like, who said what? I said, dude, you know what? I'm just trying to please the Lord, and I'm going to do the best I can. He said, I'm going to tell you something. You keep doing what you're doing, and you just keep doing it. And I'm going to make it a point to pray for you every day. Somebody said something to my buddy, and he didn't like it. He didn't like it none. I didn't ask who, didn't like what, whatever the case is. I'm telling you this because I had two choices. Who is it? What did they say? What did they say? What did they And I got off the phone and he prayed with me. He said, man, I'll tell you what, dude. You keep doing what you're doing. You keep doing what you're doing. And I don't care about this or that or anything else. And he said, you know what? Got your back. Okay. As I was walking to the hospital and I'm going to the fifth floor, I'm thinking, why would somebody get my buddy all upset? I don't remember upsetting anybody. I don't remember saying anything, you know. Lord, if I if I did, I'm, you know, I, you know, that's not my heart. <laughs> and just as the bell dinged to get off, it, this thought came to me. I believe the Lord said, He said, you could focus on what somebody said about you or you could focus that you got somebody praying for you wow so I'll get off the elevator I'm like do you know what man what somebody meant for bad my buddy turned around and sought the Lord and he's going to make it good he's going to turn around and say you know what I'm going to pray for you even more now bring it on isn't that something that's the friend you want that's the friend you want he didn't go oh yeah you know I always thought that he goes hold on man Who are you talking about? Why don't you walk in his shoes? Why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? And the whole reason I'm telling you all that is because it's still Mr. Mark. And and Lord help me if I have stepped on somebody's toes that that's not my desire. But I had a choice. And the choice I took that day and I'm taking today is I ain't worried about what they said. I'm thankful for the ones that are staying in the gap. I want to be that friend to you and you and you and you and you. When somebody said, No, they ain't doing this, they ain't doing this, or they should have done this, or they didn't do not do it. or who do they think they are? Guess what? We're a child of God. And guess what? We're going to be kind to one another. We're going to be tenderhearted, and we're going to be forgiving one another, and we're going to keep on moving because God forgave us. Last little thing here. I want us to make sure that we're seeing past ourselves. But look at seeing past ourselves, even when others can't see past yourself. That's my hook right there. Can you see past yourself? Look to others. But can you see past yourself even when others can't? When they say you don't qualify, you don't this who you think you are, everything else. See past yourself and see the eyes of the Lord working in you and through you. Let's hit it again. We're gonna go back to it. I wanna make sure we got them all nailed down. Hey, we want the heart of Christ, we gotta spend time in the word, right? We want the eyes of Christ. We need to continue to look to Jesus. And as those things produce and grow in our life, guess what? We're going to have the actions of Christ. Everybody said amen. Let's pray. Woo, Lord, I am thankful to have people standing in the gap that pray for me as I pray for them. Even when others got something to say, God, you still got the final word. That somebody would say, you know what, that that ain't going down, buddy. That ain't happening. You know what? Because God loves us that much. Everybody needs that cheerleader. Everybody needs that cheerleader. And so today, I want you to know that, you know what? You got some cheerleaders in here that want to pray for you and lift you up. Regardless of your situation and what's going on. Whether you missed a mark. Whether it's your fault, not your fault, whatever. Whoever. To know that God says you're worth it. And I want the eyes of Christ, I want the heart of Christ... And I want the eyes of Christ to see my brothers and sisters so that I can respond with the actions of Christ to lift them up. And the best way to lift anybody up is point them to Jesus. Amen. Pray for those folks. Don't point out everything that's wrong, point out the thing that's right Jesus. Amen? So, Lord, we point to you. We want to exalt you today through the message. I thank you for folks that pray for for our church family and pray for their pastor, pray for their friends and their family. Each day, Lord, I pray that they know that they are prayed for, that, that we come alongside, Lord, and we walk together because it is a battlefield out there and we need to have the full armor of God. We need to be choosing our words, choosing our friends, choosing our responses that match up with yours. But the greatest choice, the greatest sacrifice... Was that given years ago by Jesus Christ so that you can make the ultimate choice? Will you receive the Son? The Bible's very clear. All of sin and fall short of the glory of God. All of us have sin. All of us know that. I think most of us know that. But there's a remedy. There's only one way to heaven. I can't say it enough. There's only one way to heaven. The Bible's very clear. I don't care what anybody else tells you. Look it up in God's Word. His Word says... In John 14, 6, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. You know how you measure up? You measure up in Christ. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. I want you to hear that. So today, regardless of your situation, regardless of your past, regardless of what was happening when you came through this door today, know that God is in the forgiving business and he wants you. He wants you for eternity, and we can have that promise when we ask the Lord to come into our life. You said, buddy, what do I do? First, believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Believe that He took away our sin by faith on the cross. There was a sin debt that had to be paid. And it had to be the perfect sacrifice. We couldn't pay it, we couldn't do enough. We can't work, we couldn't do all those things. It had to be a perfect sacrifice, and the perfect sacrifice came. His name is Jesus. And Jesus willingly laid his life down to purchase us out of our sin debt and set us in the family. And when we confess our sin, turn from the world, turn to the Word, the Word of God, Jesus Christ himself, and put our faith and trust in the gospel message, which is the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we say, Lord, come into my life. Lord, today forgive me of my sin. Today I believe you're the Son of God. And today, Lord, forgive me. Today. I ask you to come into my life and be my savior. The Bible says when we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, we will be saved. He said, whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. What's stopping you today? Don't leave here the same way. You, you don't come in, Mel, well, maybe I'm going to, you know, we talked about it, Angela said it before. We had the revival the other night. I'm going to ask you the same question. Are you 100% sure? If you died today, that you'd spend eternity in heaven. If you're not, let's get it right. The Bible says when we call on the name of Jesus, it is finished. That's what he said on the cross. It is finished. So today, if that's your prayer, pray it with me. Close your eyes, open your heart, and just pray it from where you are. Dear Lord, come into my life. Forgive me of my sin. Jesus, I believe you, the Son of God. I ask you to come into my life and forgive me of my sin today, Lord. I choose life. Lord, forgive me. Be my Savior. Help me to walk this out in Jesus' name. Amen. Let me tell you, if that was you today and you prayed that prayer today, grab hold of somebody and say, you know what, I prayed that prayer today. And I want you to know, today is a day that there is rejoicing, not just here, but in heaven. And let me tell you what, we want to come alongside you guys to encourage you to walk into things of the, of the Lord. God has done all the work. We want to come alongside to watch you flourish in the kingdom of God. Hey, if you guys have any questions about what you saw today, drop us an email, share the message. It just might be the message that transforms somebody's life for eternity. We love you. Bye-bye. Have a great day.